0: If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
1: One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G.
0: Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuckles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man It's impossible to make those transitions And then you gotta go into somebody dying You know, they do this to me all the time I don't know what the hell they do it for But goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record I don't understand it Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort To come out of a record that isn't a f***ing up-tempo record Every time I do a goddamn death dedication
2: Hit it, C More like hit it, Omar You know what I'm saying?
3: I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way.
4: Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass
5: it over to me. I want you two in the ground.
4: Don't bogart that joint,
6: my friend.
3: Pass it over to me.
6: Awesome! Don't bogart
7: that joint. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah!
6: It's April already. Just
0: pass it on down. And now, and I'll tell you something. Between you and I, this building is filled with some dumb
8: people. Our feature presentation. Good morning, pretty people. Welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time, it's for a fry. Yay! Yay! Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, it is. Day so, it is. The I think the yays may have it this morning. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oops. Kevin. Sorry. Oh, taken. So I was taken back. Yeah.
8: How are you, fellow kids?
5: Great. All How right. about you? Uh,
8: let me know if I uh, cross over a, uh, a, a workplace line here, Allie. Uh-oh. But uh, you had your hot girl summer going yesterday with that new hair look.
5: Thank you so much Seriously. for noticing. I think you just got so used to four months of me uh, not getting a haircut and mm-hmm. not feeling like brushing it and putting it in a bun. But I could look. Uh, I could look pretty good. do say so myself
8: if and i I second the (laughs) second that emotion but uh, Mm. why i mean four months without a haircut indicates depression to me no like uh, that's a lack of self-care
5: wow really
8: yeah i think so Is not an extremely long amount of time to go between haircuts especially for somebody with long hair
5: ah no because i have extremely healthy hair so i could have gone three more months i don't get split ends i don't yeah it's i have very bizarre hair i don't understand i'm very thankful my mother is a natural redhead and i think because of that i got her just kind of thick hair that's really healthy and i just haven't gotten a trim Which is what I needed for my long layers. God, how many people are still listening? Hair talk. i mean.
8: I'm I'm fascinated. (laughs) Jensen, how long can you go without a haircut before you start to look like a shaggy dog? Mm, Probably like four to six hours. <laughs> you, too, you do. Your hair grows fast. Very. Jensen starts off clean shaven every morning, leaves with a full beard. Yeah. He, like he looks like he's coming out of castaway. When yeah. He my, leaves the building. My <laughs>
9: arms look like an Armenian forest.
5: <laughs> it's cool, though, that when you wear a watch, you actually have to move the hair out of the way to <clears> tell the time. It's like
8: a clearing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's like working with a werewolf. Yeah. Um, I'm about, I don't know. Eight weeks, maybe? No. Yeah.
5: Well, see, it's different if you have short hair. You have to do upkeep for that. Because you it have to
8: my ears and
6: things like yeah, that. Yeah, I no. have
5: really long hair. I mm-hmm. cut off four inches yesterday, and people were like, your hair is still so long. I know, and it'll be longer in an hour. It's just, it's cuckoo. I don't get mm. it.
8: Well, it looks great.
5: Thanks, Bean.
8: Just want to say, looks great. I
5: appreciate
8: it. I spent a lot of time... And maybe this is what eventually is going to kill me is the stress of planning to live to be 100 because mm-hmm. that is, as you know, my long stated goal and I intend to make it. Sure. But at some point, I, I, I do feel like it's uh, it's detrimental to my health to worry about it so much because I think, well, you know, I can, uh, I can avoid the obvious uh, potential death scenarios. I'm not going skydiving or whitewater rafting or anything that's going to put me in obvious danger right okay but then i see a story of a you know and it happens all the time even here in southern california where somebody's just laying in their bed or sitting on their couch and a plane comes through the wall you know (laughs) like there's no i mean it happens planes crash and there's just no way to avoid a freak accident sure don't you
5: think though that it's your time to go if you're sitting on your couch watching netflix and a plane crashes on you that was your time.
8: I don't. I think it's random. I think it's completely random. I think that it, you know it could it could have just as easily been the guy next door. I don't think that wasn't his time. I don't think, but I don't think there's a master plan of somebody looking down and just
5: there. Do you want to know your time? I know it. <laughs> do you have it? Yeah, I have
8: it. I have it, but it's sealed in an envelope, so we have to make a decision if we want to open. it. I have it, but it's in Al Capone's vault. <laughs> so, um, I we've talked about this in the show before. I a hundred and 50% would would open that envelope. Oh, really? Oh, for
5: sure. Absolutely, Absolutely. I would. I I
8: would it. A you lot of wouldn't? people wouldn't. No, I would mm. not. Because they think they would... Why? Because it would, it would terrify know you? I no, don't
9: I'm, I'm counting down, yeah. I'd, I'd rather just go into it blindly and stupid, like most of my life.
8: But if you knew you had 60 years left, you could really relax and enjoy it. It would still never be enough.
9: Like, once I got to 59, I'd be like, oh, one year left. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to
8: have that kind of looming mm-hmm. sadness. But it gives you the opportunity to Okay, what Really if it's three blow years, it out.
9: All right, three years, Being It says three years.
8: Yeah. That's a bummer. But that also, you, you have the opportunity to make great choices, knowing, think about how much credit card debt you could run up in three years <laughs> that you'd never have to pay.
9: That is a good point.
8: Right? I mean, you you're can just really
9: saying, go you're, for it. You're saying know when to use your bucket list kind of stuff.
8: That's right. Exactly. Yes. Rather than being one of these people who dies at 72 and never saw Europe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Go ahead and do the stuff.
5: Are they still together? Do we know?
8: You're not it's talking a- about the bad Europe. It's the final
7: countdown. <laughs> Although that would be a Your very
8: life. appropriate song for, yeah, makes sense. for the right? bucket list. Right? All right. Let me just tell you why all this is on my mind. Because here is a Cambodian man whose name is Sambora. He, I don't know why this is his his job, but he's out collecting bat poop. Okay. Oh. <laughs> he is, uh, he's a guano collector. Right. And, and bat poop is excellent fertilizer. And is considered uh, valuable, a lucrative commodity in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. So that's what his job is, is he goes out and he scrapes guavo, guano, guavo, guano. He scrapes guano off the cave walls, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, he slipped between two rocks on Sunday mm. while trying to retrieve his torch and was stuck. Could not get out. Mm. Shades of the... Uh, movie with 137 hours, hours. Yeah, yeah right. right. He's 28 years old, no food, no water... Stuck
6: mm.
8: in a crevice of a mountain, I had lost hope of staying alive. And if I had a knife with me, I would have taken my life. He said. Um, he was eventually. This was Sunday. Now he was eventually discovered on Tuesday oh. by his friend Chakra Mountain. Excuse me. That's where the that's where the the thing was. I was going to say that dude was his friend. The mountain named
5: his... the mountain after him. <laughs> what
8: was a bad thing! <laughs> right mountain is, is where. But a friend who had often joined him to collect the guano said, "Oh, I think I know where this dude might be. Is this trail?" So they found him, and he was also a small built person, was able to fit through a narrow passage and find the guy wow. stuck inside a cave. So he called rescuers. They had a hell of a time trying to get him out. In fact, the rescuers couldn't even get into the cave because they were too big. You have to be a, practically a kid size to get into this thing. Mm-hmm. 200 rescue operation uh, personnel who needed wow. to eventually blow up part of the cave in order to take him out. He didn't get out until Wednesday. My gosh. From Sunday to Wednesday, he is stuck in a cave. Man, that I,
9: I know that's terrible, and I know he was close to death, but, like, pretty relaxing. No problems, no Not meetings. Not relaxing. No meetings, no work. Pure panic.
5: Oh, my God. Pure panic, because yes. you think,
8: how long can I survive this?
9: Yeah. Yeah, and I Do guess you you're want right. to live? If I knew lose... I was going to get, it's like the envelope. If I knew I was going to get,
5: oh, now the envelope's looking good. Yeah, because
8: <laughs> then I'm like, I'm fine. He is. Uh, he was treated for head, knee, and chest injuries, and is expected to make a full recovery. That's pretty great. Wow. But I've, I would imagine you just go through such a roller coaster of emotions, thinking, okay, I'm going to be able to shimmy myself out here. E- even if you just think, at some point, I'll be here long enough that I'll lose weight. And that'll make the difference between able to get in and get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you think, well, surely somebody's going to come look for me, mm-hmm. and that gives you hope for a while. But then another full day goes by, and you're just by yourself. And I think at that point you go, well, no one knows where I am. I mean, I would just think your ma- your mind would never stop racing during this about how it's going to end. Could you sleep in between these mountains? I think you would from exhaustion.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: I mean, he's not going to fall.
9: He's stuck. Right. But I'm so, saying like is he he's just straight up and down? Yeah. Sleeping straight up and down.
8: Yeah, it's kind of kind of at a uh, 45 degree angle. Oof. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think you could sleep and then you wake up and go, "God damn it, I'm still in a mountain." <laughs> so anyway, I guess I guess I say all of that to say this. I am going to no longer collect bat poop. I, just, I don't oh. I don't think it's safe. Okay. It's not. Yeah. yeah you you now sense. know what the consequences know, could be. I know the risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the risk. So I'm going to Cross that off my list let's talk about today's all new show shall we hold
0: up hold up hold
8: up say what i think it's a good one you guys um we're going to talk about revenge poisoning you won't believe this but ali and i separately have found completely different circumstances of somebody trying to poison a family member now, now we got to worry about this. Yeah, you should now always. I got to worry about it.
5: every meal that comes out of my kitchen. I got to worry about. Listen, if you watch Dateline, you would worry about the water right next to you. I'm telling you. <laughs>
8: also, the fast food report from Jensen on the program today. We'll talk about hotel room disasters—the worst thing you've ever seen in a hotel room. I know we are late to the party on this, but it goes viral at least once a year. We've never addressed it on this show, but the Armageddon. <laughs> DVD commentary by star Ben Affleck. This is amazing. speaking my language. Is amazing. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm.
8: is amazing. Yeah, we'll walk through some of that today. That's my jam on the program today. You'll get a chance to help us pick the music with Keep It One Hundred coming up. Uh, and I'm sorry to say, the return of our feature. Is it racist? Going to be back on the program. <laughs> this one holds today. a lot of weight. <laughs> this, one, this one. This one. may determine whether this is my final Friday. <laughs> All of that coming up. Plus, Allie's. What's happening next on K Rock?
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
8: k K-Rock.
5: Hey, uh, Allie, time for a first look at uh, what's happening this morning. You guys, remember the last season of Game of Thrones? People none too happy. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, people writing in saying, redo the whole season. People saying, ah, off with their heads, Stan Weiss, David Benioff, Those guys. Petition trolls. Petition trolls. People just really bummed. They didn't show up at Comic-Con. People were like, good, because we were going to be so mad at them. I mean, (laughs) things haven't been good for those guys at all. Yeah, sure, they're going to be in the Star Wars universe come 2022 doing some Disney stuff. And I kind
8: of imagine they made hundreds of millions of dollars off Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, Other than that, I mean, what are they doing, right? Well, after 10 years with HBO, Game of Thrones creators, Benioff and Weiss are taking their talents to Netflix. They had originally been in contention um, for an Amazon deal. Then Netflix came in. They're like, I think we can offer you something better and uh that better is apparently 200 200 <laughs>
9: they got them for cheap yeah they got
5: them for cheap a 200 million dollar multi-year overall film and tv deal with the streaming platform netflix so congratulations uh petition guys you Got him. Yep. No sure one's did. ever going to hire those two losers. You sure ruined
3: their life. Woo. I assume this means
9: they're not making that Confederacy show.
5: No, I think they had canceled, canceled that a long one. Time ago. That's yeah. better. Better off. Yeah, I think or Benny off. <laughs> nah. I hate me. Wow. Um, I know it wasn't great. Um, might so, be worth filing it. Good luck to those two. I mean, seriously, that's absurd, right? Yeah a lot of
9: money a lot of money
5: being you're gonna live in london soon you've mm. been there a ton you were mm. born there for god's sakes correcto do you have that photo walking across the crosswalk at saint john's wood crosswalk
8: well of course i've been to abbey road okay and uh, uh but i did resist the urge to take that photo really i don't think it's effective if you're the only person oh you uh, need you to have need a three i think finds. you need i think you need a crew yeah okay
5: all right yeah. Well, uh, possibly thousands of Beatles fans crowded at the Abbey Road crosswalk yesterday. Beautiful London morning. They were celebrating the 50th anniversary of the band's iconic album cover taken across the street from the EMI Studios on August 8th. 1969.
8: I think they uh, recreated it the exact time that the original photo was taken and it's so fascinating because it's you know it's the Beatles best selling album Mm -hmm. one of the most famous album covers of all time Mm -hmm. and apparently my understanding and Beatle maniacs will, will correct me if I'm wrong is it was kind of a spur of the moment idea hey we need an album cover what do you want to do and somebody said let's just go walk across the street and the whole thing took 10 minutes yeah
5: it was uh, like a second it's insane people would think that was something that they set up months in advance and it was literally oh there they are walking click click they went across the
8: street one way then turn around and went across the street the other way they went back in the building and that was it they were done
5: yeah Unbelievable. But yesterday they had a black Volkswagen parked uh, behind the crosswalk, the same make and model that sat in the background of the original picture. Some visitors came dressed as members of the band, they had lookalikes there as well. Here's the thing: uh, vehicles stuck at the crosswalk for up to ten minutes at a time due to the crowds. Mm-hmm. They brought police in for the traffic. Just insanity down there. I would have, if I knew it was the fiftieth anniversary, I would have taken a different route. If that was, you know, the street <laughs> I had to yes, a somehow streets go over. Down. Yeah, use ways. You've got ways yeah. in yeah. London, I don't, right? I don't, yeah,
8: yeah, but I don't think most people would even be on their radar. You know what I mean? They'd never even think of it.
5: Really? Yeah. All right. Well, the group was there uh, because, uh, of course, the 50th anniversary and the group and its label. Great album.
0: Great album. I didn't know who I was until I heard this album.
5: I think a lot of people think that. Um, By the way, they announced a forthcoming expanded edition of the album due out September 27th. Studio outtakes, a deluxe book. Check that out. You've already pre ordered that, haven't you, B?
8: I haven't, but I, I, I will get it because there's, uh, you know, demos for songs mm-hmm. on there, including songs the Beatles didn't record. So, yeah, I'm all about it. I love that. Cool I love when they go through the archives and check out. Find cool stuff. Yeah, yeah it's fun.
5: For sure. Wow, that's unbelievable. Some birthdays for you guys. A good day, good people. Jillian Anderson, Eric Bana, Sam Elliott, Anna Kendrick, wow. Jessica Capshaw. Wow.
8: I want all of them in the same movie.
5: How about this guy? Just for Jensen, Justice Smith.
9: <sighs> Wait, Justice Smith's real name?
5: Wait, who's Justice Smith? He was the lead in Detective Pikachu. Oh, that kid. Oh, my God. By the way, I wouldn't No, either... no, you
9: get no. to say no more. That's what's no, happening. No, there's when there's a Detective Pikachu on screen, I don't see anyone
8: else. Now that's what's
4: happening. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
8: Do you guys ever fear, uh, and maybe this is just more about my own marriage than uh, than you need to know, but you ever worry about getting poisoned? I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have the constant fear of poisoning. No, really, I do. I, I do. I do think about that because it happens.
5: It does.
8: It happens where people got poison. People get poisoned, or, or somebody tries to poison them. Put something in their food or drink.
5: Sometimes over time, such mm. little amounts, but then it adds up, and then you've got carcinogens in your body, yes. and you're dead.
8: That has happened. Yes. I saw, uh, we've talked about this before, I love the advice columns, and Dear Prudence is one that I read from Slate, and I saw this this week, and I thought it was fascinating, and I wanted to share it with you and see what you guys think about it. Dear Prudence, my mother-in-law hates me and makes no bones about it when she and I are alone. My husband doesn't believe me and she even gloats about that. By the way, this is a very toxic situation. Good it's like this is a bigger problem. Yeah, you're you, if your mother-in-law hates you, you got a long unhappy life ahead of you. Yeah. And if
5: your As, husband doesn't believe the things you're saying.
8: Bingo. Your husband's got Look, I know it's tough for the the husband to be in between his mom and his wife. You got to be team wife. You Always. Got to be. Yeah. We have to attend family functions at her home about once a month. It used to be more frequent, but after I put my foot down, my husband agreed that monthly would be sufficient. The problem is that after each visit, I wind up with a bad case of diarrhea. My husband does not. I don't know if the other in-laws are affected because if I asked, it would get back to her, but I suspect my mother-in-law is putting something in my food or drink. Last time, I barely made it home before being struck down. Now I'm considering getting some adult undergarments to make sure I don't ruin the car's upholstery on the ride home from her place. Yummy. Do you have any advice? Um, I'm no prudence here. Stop going to your mother-in-law's for food. (laughs) I mean,
9: She's just accepting that once a month she's going to poop her pants.
8: Yes. I mean, uh, this is what I would say to my husband. Your mom, your problem. That's what I would say. Yeah. If I'm getting sick every single time I eat at that woman's house... I'm not maybe I go and I don't eat, but yeah. my, my choice we did not go.
9: She so we think she's putting like a laxative in or like mm-hmm. visine. isn't visine a way to make people poop themselves. I themself? think so. I yeah,
8: think I so. Yeah. Things.
5: You know what I would do? Yes, please. I would go to the next dinner and I would say to my husband on the car ride over, "Listen, I know you don't believe me and now I'm being gaslit. I don't even know if I mm. believe myself anymore. Every drink she hands me, you're going to drink." When we get the plate in front of us, we're switching. And we're going to see if you poop your pants later tonight.
6: I I poop my pants
8: pants a little. Are you secretly prudence? Because that is practically her advice. Really? Really? Yes. Here's her response. You're not sure you're being poisoned. It's possible you've entered a Pavlovian cycle in which when you eat your mother-in-law's food, your digestive tract automatically goes into overdrive. By the way, This poor woman can't get anybody to believe her. Yeah, Shouldn't prudence be on her side? Uh, Or it is possible there's some ingredient that she regularly uses which doesn't agree with you. Wow, way to be a mother-in-law apologist. Yeah, what is going on? Can't she believe a little bit of this? I mean, it's not like this woman has said, I have a long list of allergies for food and drink, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would make sense if there's something, you know, she's allergic to a spice or something like that that this lady regularly uses. But there's no indication that that's the case. All right. Um, it's possible that she's trying to harm you, of course. I've been, this is what Prudence says. Okay. I've been reading a fascinating book called The Poisoner's Handbook. <gasps> Prudence. Somebody, oh.
5: Prudence. somebody Keep eyes on Prudence, guys. <laughs>
8: yeah, somebody <laughs> needs to look into her circle <laughs> of friends. Mentality. It's about poisoners in the early 20th century when it was a popular way to off someone and the story of the new forensic scientist who exposed them. You should peek at your mother-in-law's Kindle to see if she has downloaded this. Oh, this is terrible wow. advice. It's terrible.
5: Wow. This Prudence. one specific
9: book I own, please check if she has it. That's a terrible suggestion. I feel
5: like maybe Prudence is like wrote the foreword or something. Yeah. She wants people to download this yeah, book. Yeah, she's pushing the book yeah. more than
8: she's trying to help this lady. I mean, this, you're right. This is terrible she's not addressing the problem at all no uh she's just starting a book club all right the next time you here you go ali here's here's your advice Mm -hmm. the next time you go for dinner at her house after the food is served but before you begin eating you and your husband should agree to swap plates and cups love that if your mother-in-law screams to her son don't eat that case closed yeah Of course, this would require your husband to take your concerns seriously. It is alarming to think that your mother-in-law might be deliberately sickening you. Equally distressing is the fact that your husband does not believe you when Mm -hmm. you describe her malicious behavior. Amen on that, by Mm -hmm. the way. Right. I mean, that's a real problem.
9: The advice, the good advice comes after she tells you to buy a book.
8: Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, You need to tell your husband that after becoming repeatedly ill at your in-law's house, you have become afraid for your health. Tell him that you are so afraid for your marriage. You're also afraid for your marriage because he apparently believes you are a liar, which you are not when it comes to his mother. Say he needs to take that seriously. Uh, The fact that she says ugly things when you and she are alone as well, and you're not going to stand for it anymore. If that doesn't result in his attention and concern, then he may need to move back in with his mom. (laughs)
7: <laughs> which I think is a
8: is a nice shade to throw at the end. All right, so update on the story since this uh, was originally this letter was originally printed, which is they followed Prudence's advice, and it played out exactly as we all expected it would. She was poisoning <gasps> her daughter-in-law, and. She has filed for divorce from her husband. Wow. Oh, my And gosh. she can basically charge, she can press charges on absolutely. the Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is, that is a, I mean, I don't know if it's attempted murder because I don't know how serious uh, it was, yeah. but it certainly is uh, a diarrhea, of intentional harm or injury or something like that. So this whole thing, she is divorcing now this man, and good for her. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, this whole, you need to get away from this family.
8: Yeah, this family sounds like a bad deal. Yeah.
5: So, I guess the uh, the moral of this story is what? Uh, wear diapers to your mother-in-laws. <laughs>
8: right, good enough.
4: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
8: Jensen is here. It's time for another edition of the Fast Food Report.
3: k FM through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves brings you the fast food report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp.
9: Pooped my pants. He'll
3: get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He is Jensen Carp. Take it away, gumshoe. Oh,
9: thanks, uh, Officer Omar. Hey, guys, listen. Fast food is up and running. Things are crazy in the industry right now. Everybody's trying to find their vegan menu using Impossible Meat or Beyond Meat, but I'm here to tell you about more of the rarities that are going on around the world and the United States. Okay. And I'm going to ask you at the end if you're ready to eat it or beat it. This week I'm excited because Mugs will be answering. Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't
8: Mugs an automatic eat it
9: for any food? He has said beat it before, but sometimes mm-hmm. I think he's doing it just for the optics. Okay. So that he's not just a guy who eats everything I bring
8: up. I mean, I've never seen him turn down any kind of food, whether it was identifiable or not. If <laughs> right. you put it in front of him, he will He will snarf I it. mean, I licked poop once. He did. That's true. Can you please pull that?
10: Uh, Also, 7
9: a.m., what are you eating right now, Muggs?
10: I'm eating a delicious double smoke shack from Shake Shack. Okay.
3: (laughs) So There's our our boy.
9: Keep that in mind. Here we go. Politics may be the main focus of Washington, D.C., but not for long, as McDonald's just announced they'll be testing something new in the area. Blueberry McGriddles. Ooh! Around 100 select locations around DC uh, will add this magic to their breakfast menu. All right. It includes thick cut apple wood smoked bacon, mm-hmm. a fluffy folded egg, and a slice of melty American cheese between two blueberry griddle cakes. This gives a bit of a fruity twist to the McDee's classic. Is this new AM twist bringing the fruit or the poop or in a more concise way, eat it or beat it? Let's start with Allie.
5: I'm going to tell you, uh, sausage McGriddle is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. because you get the sweet and the savory. savory. I it's get it. wonderful. But
9: add the blueberry.
5: Add the blueberry and can I add sausage? I want sausage on there. Um, <laughs> I'll allow it. That's a okay. change.
9: Okay.
8: Okay. Uh, so...
5: I'm going to eat the hell out of it. With an asterisk, it's an eat
8: it. Bean, what do you think? An eat it or beat it? Uh, I just love hearing Alex talk about sausage. Um, yeah, you know, I think blueberry is a great flavor that is underrepresented in fast food choices around the world. Not I'd wrong. be willing, I'd be willing to give it a try. I'll yeah. say eat it. All right, very good. Uh, Mugs, it's your first take. Look,
10: always been a proponent, proponent of the McGriddle. Yes. I, I you should be the bacon, the sausage, anything. And yeah. w- when they came out with it, I was so excited. The syrup in the in the bun. Mm-hmm. Now they're adding blueberries. I. L- I mean, I'm yes. Just guessing. yes, yes, you're yeah. absolutely okay, right. I love it. Give me a Give it. Give it all to oh, me. Okay. Let's
9: travel to Malaysia and see the unique take they have for what is usually known as original recipe for KFC. Get ready for green chili crunch. It takes the basic KFC fried chicken and prepares it in a spicy marinade, then fried up until crispy and tossed in a combination of green parsley, green lime and chili. Mm. This gives the chicken skin a brand-new, zingy, zesty taste. You get it in a crunch box meal with a side and a drink or in a two- or three-piece combo, all around $5. So when it comes to this regionally exclusive green chili crunch chicken, does it deserve Malaysian fame, or does it need to disappear like a Malaysian plane? Or in other words, eat it or beat it? We'll start with mugs.
10: Look, ever since I wrote the literature on how spicy foods will help eliminate colon cancer. That was you, Dr. Anything that has chili or spice on it. And when it comes to fried chicken, I am
7: eating, baby.
9: All right. I could have guessed that one. Uh, Allie, what do you think? Eat it or beat it? I'm
5: going to eat it. Eat it.
8: Bean. I'm not only going to eat it. That sounds so good. I am now going to reroute my vacation plans and go to Malaysia to make sure I can.
6: (laughs) Very good.
8: That seems like a smart idea. We recently chatted about the French's
9: mustard ice cream and wondered what monstrosity is next. What could be worse? Well, I have your answer. May I introduce you to the Oscar Mayer Ice Dog Sandwich?
8: Let
3: that sink in. Uh,
8: uh, hot, wait, uh, ice dog? Uh, explain.
9: Oscar Mayer Ice Dog Sandwich features a hot dog-infused ice cream with real bits of candied Oscar Mayer hot dog wieners mm. mixed inside and served next to spicy mustard ice cream. I mean, I, know I have bits, to. So. I know I have to wait for my turn, but
8: F that. Uh, well, I'll give it
9: to you. Concocted in honor of National Ice Cream Sandwich Day during the week of August 12th, the iconic mobile will tour Manhattan giving out samples, and those in the New York area can follow them on Twitter to see where they'll be next. But I can't imagine a world where you would want to do that, so I have to ask you, Oscar Mayer Ice Dog Sandwich, bring the Frank or ignore the Dank, Eat it or beat it. We know beans answer. Uh, Allie, you're up.
5: I love that it said real bits of...
9: candied hot dogs. So
5: you know it's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to beat the hell out of that. (laughs)
9: Uh, Okay, Muggs, this is truthfully the real tell sign.
10: Guys, this is just like another normal Friday night for me. After (laughs) I smoke a bong rip and I'm mixing all my foods together, it doesn't matter what I eat first, hot dogs, ice cream, spicy mustard, eat it, baby. They all end up together anyway. Yes, exactly. They all
9: come out the same place. Uh, here we go. Krispy Kreme can do no wrong in my eyes, and now they're pushing the envelope even further when it comes to their infamous baker's dozen. The Mecca of Pastry is teamed up with the Angels at Reese's, and I know this speaks directly to Bean. The new Reese's Lover's Original filled donut. Uh, Available for a limited time, they've introduced the peanut butter lover's donut, which consists of a chocolate original glazed donut filled with chocolate peanut butter cream dipped in Reese's peanut butter icing and decorated with a chocolate icing drizzle.
5: Slow down.
9: Putting together the wonder world of glaze and peanut butter. It's available individually or in a dozen. Keep going.
5: Almost there. Almost
9: there. Into the filling or more interested in chilling Reese's peanut butter crispy cream donut. Let's ask Allie first because I'm afraid of a flood. Eat it or beat (laughs) it.
8: Yeah, (laughs) It worked. It worked for her.
9: Yes, Eat it or beat it, eat it. All right, there we go. Mugs, what are you
10: thinking? Uh, Somebody needs to do a hand check on me. I'm eating it. (laughs) Ew. Jesus. Mm. Uh, Bean? Yum,
9: yum. Give me some of that.
6: (laughs) Wow. I
9: knew that. Even when I saw that story, I was like, this is up for Bean. Yeah, that's for everybody, though. That's uh, that's magnificent. All right, now I'm going a completely different direction. I understand that someone making the decision to eat at Arby's has already decided they love meat. But I have to ask you. How much meat is too much meat? Part of their bourbon barbecue lineup they have just debuted their bourbon barbecue barrel stack sandwich. Bourbon barbecue barrel. Okay. It features a buttermilk chicken filet topped with pit-smoked ham, 13-hour smoked brisket, brown sugar bacon, melted cheddar cheese, crispy onions, and Kentucky bourbon barbecue sauce on a star-cut bun. It's like someone went hunting and put all the trophies in bread. It only yields 880 calories, which I was surprised to see, right? But when it comes to sodium, Mm -hmm. 2,710 milligrams, which is 80% of your daily needs in one entree. Wow. So I ask you, bring on the meat sweats or pass off the weak bet.
10: Eat it or beat it. Let's start with mugs. Look, it's not going to be great for my cholesterol but boy, will it satisfy my meat craving. Eat it! Eat it! Uh, It seems like the right decision. Bean?
8: Uh, Way too many of my pets on that sandwich. i got to have to pass and beat (laughs) Beat it. it.
9: You've named like four of those things. (laughs) Uh, Allie, eat it or beat it.
5: I love bacon, which is why people find it very strange that I absolutely despise ham. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: Ham's disgusting, and if you invite me for Easter or Christmas and you have ham, Mm -hmm. F off. Okay. Beat it. Beat
9: it. Well, I mean, it seems like we did pretty well here. Yeah. Muggs continues to eat fast food at 7 a.m. and pretends he won't eat anything on these lists. That was the fast food report.
3: Signing off for KROQ 106.7 FM, that was the fast food report with Jensen Carp.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K Rock.
3: Omar, what are you doing in here? Uh, I'm here to uh, present some evidence. Mm. Um, I'm going to try to remain as uh, impartial as I can. Okay. Um, okay. Because yesterday... Uh, something happened on the last. Uh, What's happening? Mm-hmm. That some people might consider racist a little. So I'm mm-hmm. here. Uh, we have we have uh, people on hold. Uh, mm-hmm.
8: yep. Black listeners. Yeah. The jury. The jury is standing by. Right. Um, it is called. Is it racist?
3: Can you help me out? Cause I have no clue. Is it racist? I don't know. Do you? Is it racist? Come on in. Let me know.
8: glad you have the whitest theme slot in the world for this feature <laughs> really sets <up> the <laughs> all right what's your uh, first uh, piece you'd like to put into
3: evidence okay uh, Allie was talking about coming uh, to America to uh, there's going to be a sequel mm-hmm. and uh, let's play this first clip Mugs
5: I, I like that Wesley Snipes sure and uh, Eddie Murphy Wakanda I like forever by the way
8: um, what hmm? I, sh- I said Wakanda forever why
5: because there's so many like famous black
8: actors in this movie that doesn't sound that doesn't sound it doesn't no association there when you start to see all these big stars lining up (laughs) just reminds me of the big film from last year it's the number number one movie of the year you got.
3: That's clip number one, <laughs> yeah, and a total dropout from the crowd. Yes, yeah. everybody, you know what? Just took a step back. <laughs> right. And Bean, this is on you. We also know that
9: when it eventually ends up on the news, our voices would be heard, so we were we were I mean, fine to stick. Good on, call, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
3: right, let's uh, let's check in with the
8: uh, juror number one. This is going to be Dave, uh, line six, San Pedro, of the Kevin Abigio. He's a middle school principal. Dave, based on what you've heard so far, is it racist? All right.
0: So what I've heard so far is what i've heard so far just made me laugh because you know uh coming to america's they got the two uh african princes or the one african prince that's mm-hmm. what eddie murphy plays mm-hmm. so uh, for you to go straight to wakanda okay hearing, you know, the uh, after after going, going straight to wakanda after hearing about coming to america too, it's not racist
5: yet
8: okay, okay. all right okay yeah
6: okay, yes. okay. i will okay.
0: I will accept that. All right, thank you
6: very uh, much. You can, are ex- I, uh, yes, can I ask ahead.
5: you, Bean, did yes. you have any idea that the prince was from Africa in going no. to America? No, right. never occurred to me. never occurred to me. I didn't never think so. That makes sense.
6: But
8: Dave uh, is excused from the jury okay. pool. Thank you for weighing in. Omar, we go back to you for more
3: evidence. Further evidence. So um, Bean further explains and tries to defend his comment. I'm just saying... It has a similar star-studded cast, that's all.
5: Because of all. their skin color? Yes. Uh, that star-studded cast in Black Panther? Uh-huh. Who who were they?
8: Yeah. Well, there was uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Okay. There was, um, Michael B. Jordan is in it. <laughs> yep. Who's the guy who's in everything who's great? That's, I think you're done. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I think that's it. I mean,
9: I'm not going to give you Chadwick, because I don't yes, think... Yes, Chadwick of I, course, the star. Yes, he can't come up with it. I don't he's think phenomenal. he a star star. he is a racist.
4: Bean is a racist. Bean, no. a racist, bean is a racist.
6: Oh, I, yeah. Okay,
9: <laughs> There you go. Don't let okay. the theme song
8: sway you. As yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. All right, oh, yeah. let's go to Danielle. She's on line one, Gardena. She's a customer service rep. She is on the African-American jury. Is it racist yet, Danielle.
1: Uh, it's it's getting there, Bean. <laughs> it's, it's <doing> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
3: And
8: there's another quote.
5: You're in trouble, There's four, Bean. Right.
8: There's four more. <laughs> oh, <me>. no. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening and weighing in. You, you are excused from the jury. Thank you, Danielle. Oh, my gosh. This is not this starting is, to look good for me. Okay. This okay. is turning.
3: So Bean decides to kind of defend himself and kind of apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize right
8: now if anyone <laughs> interpreted that. My remark as being racist. I was just making the comparison that it's another super, super movie. <laughs> sounds great. You're saying it's a, saying, it like a, really, not a really black
5: movie is what you're saying. You're not helping yourself. It's a very black movie. Anytime you see a black saying.
9: person in a movie you yell Wakanda
8: forever. We know that. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure that's true. Let's go to Tyrone. Not Making oh, it up line Tyrone, seven.
5: I'm so glad you called because I was like, "He better."
8: Uh, grocery store manager Tyrone. Are we at racist yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> sincerely. Okay, how come? Tell me why.
5: Could
0: you make comments like that. He's not wrong. And what's the make
8: what's the problem? Like help help me understand, Tyrone. What's the problem?
0: Why don't you elaborate on what you said? Oh,
8: I think that's getting me in trouble. <laughs> I think elaborating is not helping. I think we have one more clip for him to do that. Okay, all right, Tyrone, I'm going to put you down as uh, send Bean to the gas chamber. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. All right, final clip?
3: At this point, um, let's all ask ourselves, uh, do, do you guys think Bean sees race? Yeah. Look, uh... I, I, I don't see race. <laughs> except, That's all you see. Except you do see it. Uh, and Sterling Kate
8: Brown. This is what I'm saying, you guys. Mm. There were a lot of great actors in Black Panther, and it sounds like the movies Allie's describing is the same.
6: Hmm.
3: <laughs> By the way, Bean, did you see Black Panther?
5: No, no, that's, oh, that's not in the clip. No, no, no.
3: <laughs> oh,
5: I, did. I, I asked him at the end. I said, by the yeah. way, Bean, you even see it? He's like, no, no, didn't have it." Never time. seen it. No, nope. never
3: uh, seen All right,
8: it. let's do the final clip, but then we'll go back to another so,
3: clip. So
5: we finally get past
3: that, and mm-hmm. Allie does two or three stories. At least. And it's Scott Stapp's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, singer from Creed. Right, the singer from Creed. And this happens pretty cool I think we enjoyed our our visit with Scott I mean do we want to trust Bean's opinion now after this what's happening probably not -hmm. no he'd uh, like Scott's staff (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care
8: for his driver (laughs) who was a very annoying white guy I don't know what you
6: I (laughs) wow (laughs) Wow. when when mugs is way again
8: all right Nick in Ontario line two (sighs) please go back to the African-American jury Nick is it racist yeah, it's racist. See? Racist as hell.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's right. Yeah,
8: yeah. yep. Uh, okay, explain. Uh, can you explain it to me in a couple of sentences?
5: It's not his job he's to explain never even
8: racism.
0: Seen the movie? Yeah, right. he's right. Yeah, right, but that doesn't mean I don't know anything about it. You know, black people are in it, so you can yell Wakanda forever.
8: Yeah,
6: see, yeah. That's,
0: that's what we're
2: saying.
8: You know, when you yeah, put no, it that that's, way, that's, it doesn't that's a, sound that's great. A wee bit racist.
6: Yeah, just just goes. Well that's
4: just go a... sco- shit. <laughs> <That's a> sco- <laughs> it's Kevin and
8: Bean on K-Rock. KROQ. So if you're just joining us, Kevin had to apologize for his racist mm-hmm. remarks from uh, the end of yesterday's that show. It, that, that was you. was you, it was you And mm-hmm. he is, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Kevin because he yeah. is on suspension. He's off today. Uh, he mm-hmm.
5: had taken the day off well in advance because he about you're racist. Yeah. Yeah. thinking
8: about his actions. That's all. Just, uh, you know, spend a little quality me time and he'll be back Monday with a new, less racist attitude. Nah, that so, was you. It was you. So that was Kevin. Okay. I mentioned uh, earlier today that we... I, I know that we are uh, late to this because it has been... Well, literally, it's been around for 20 years. But it, you said, Allie, this goes viral about every eight months, right? Yeah,
5: and people are like, have you seen this? And everyone's like, yes, we have.
8: <laughs> well, I had never seen it. It was not on my radar at all. And I was fascinated when I saw it just yesterday on social media. The DVD commentary for the film Armageddon, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Affleck's segment and there has been a, there has been much written there've been a lot of deep dive a lot of articles written about whether he was drunk or if he was just uh, ticked off at Michael Bay if he just realized it was a terrible movie and just did nothing but make fun of it like what's the real story on this so i went through the commentary last night on the dvd now jensen you're a movie head i'm a dvd head even yeah you have hundreds of movies yes. how, how how often do you listen to the uh, you know director or actor commentary on a film
9: i go through spurts but i would say i probably average 3 to 4 a year Just pop them in, see what's
8: going on. And you gotta obviously got to make time for that because you're not really watching the movie. Yes. You know, they talk all over the movie. Mm -hmm. It's really just to hear the behind the scenes, and usually you do it on a film that you would enjoy. I can't
9: imagine anyone needing more information on Armageddon. No, I don't think anyone needs to deep dive
8: or find out what the motivation was. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise to me. Um, Can we assume that most people know what Armageddon is? It was was a movie. Yeah, it was a blockbuster. It was a huge hit. Maybe the biggest movie of that year when it came out 20 years ago. And it was, along with Deep Impact, it was a movie about... I think, an asteroid heading toward Earth. and You have to try to figure out a way to, to stop it from hitting. This movie, by the way, is in the very prestigious Criterion Collection. Which has never made sense to me. Which is shocking. And that's where you put, like, Schindler's List.
9: Yeah. Or, and, like, a Wes Anderson puts out all his movies in Criterion Collection.
8: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, how does a movie with a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes end up with the Criterion Collection? Yeah. I don't know. But Ben Affleck starts off his commentary, and I have to be honest, I was a little nervous that maybe he wasn't into it at the very beginning when he shows up on the track.
1: Hi, I'm
3: Ben
8: Affleck.
1: I'm way, way, beyond Fisher- This is where I first come into the movie.
3: I mean,
8: doesn't he already sound
3: out? <laughs> he sounds tired. <laughs> he sounds like he's done. Not-
1: This is where I come into the movie I can't believe I have to do this (laughs) This scene was shot In a Little Oil Platform In uh, Los Angeles Not out in the sea
8: I mean I'm listening to that And I'm going This dude does not have The energy or enthusiasm To make this track come alive Uh, I also feel like he forgot The movie existed Like he's just
9: like A minute we shot it I I kind of remember in LA It's, It's like half there
8: uh, Bruce Willis is one of the big stars of this film, along with Billy Bob Thornton. And in this very entertaining segment, uh, Ben Affleck is making fun of Billy Bob.
1: Anyway, this is where the uh, country feller uh, tells all the NASA boys some good old down-home uh, NASA science logic. Now take a look at this here asteroid, there. Mmm. Well, I reckon that dark asteroid is coming to hit us. Mm-hmm. So
3: he's he's doing sling blade. I love it so much. I think it's so funny that he's doing this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. On, guys. The president was a particularly cool man. Didn't pay my employees much of a wage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you see it, sling NASA? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. I'll uh, hit you with that dark der- or blade. Mm. I
8: love that. And by the way, for those who say, and this is very popular theory online, is that he was drunk or a little bit drunk, I'm not hearing any of that. I think he's just being hella entertaining.
5: Uh, yeah, I agree.
8: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's on the line still. Let's see where Really? It goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. He makes, again, Ben Affleck doing the uh, DVD commentary track for his film Armageddon. Um, he makes a very good point here, I think, about the plot here.
1: We drill. We bring in the world's best deep core driller. Have you ever noticed how everyone in all these movies always have to be the best? He's the smartest man in the world. <laughs> Bruce Willis is the best deep core driller. I didn't know they rated deep core drillers. You know what I mean? Like, if you went around and asked somebody, like, who's the best? Who's the best deep core driller? You know what I mean? Like, I'm the best espresso maker there is in Manhattan.
8: By the way, this is more than a commentary track. This is like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, like yeah. 100%. Ripping a, rip a point, a plot point. Yeah, yeah he's just he's just riffing on it. Again, a film that he stars in. Yeah, that like, helped him turn him <laughs> into a real star. Which is Unusual,
1: right? How do you know who's keeping track of these things? The cl- Stunt acting is always fun to watch. Down, down. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh-huh! <laughs> A lot of times I really was upstage, but what was going on around me I felt.
8: <laughs> All right, here's my favorite part and maybe the most famous part of Ben Affleck's commentary where he points out a fundamental plot hole in the film Armageddon.
1: I asked Michael why it was easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers, and he told me to shut, shut, shut the... Mm. So that, that was the end of that talk.
8: I mean, you would ha- you would take astronauts and you would tell them how to drill. You wouldn't take drillers and teach them to be astronauts.
5: He goes off on this for so long. Yeah, yeah.
8: The, the writer of Goodwill Hunting
9: is asking why a script doesn't make sense. I'd probably listen.
0: Yes. But I mean, isn't his point
8: 100% yes,
9: correct?
6: Absolutely. You
8: find guys who have been out in the ocean their whole lives, and you in a week train them to be astronauts <laughs> is the dumbest <laughs> plot point ever. And, Allie, you're right. He's not letting it go. He
1: was like, you know, Ben, just shut up, okay? You know, this is a real plan, all right? I was like, you mean it's a real plan at NASA to train oil drillers? He was like, just shut your mouth. Shut up,
6: Quentin.
1: See, so here's where we demonstrate that, because Bruce is going to tell the guys that they did a bad job of building the drill tank. See, he's a salt-of-the-earth guy, and the NASA nerd don't uh, don't understand uh, his salt-of-the-earth ways, his rough-and-tumble ways. Okay, a little drunk. Maybe a yes, little bit right
8: there. Uh, there was definitely a shot or two involved in this. Or just having fun. Uh, I,
5: I like both. I
8: <laughs> do too. I I'm I'm enjoying this mm-hmm. to, uh, m- way more than the movie. By the way, I'm oh, enjoying yeah. this oh, yeah. commentary. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's because you're caned
1: Like somehow they can build rocket ships.
6: <laughs>
1: like eight whole months. As if that's not enough time to learn how to drill a hole. But in a week, we're going to learn how to be astronauts. A oh, one hole week now you know how to fly into space i need my guys why do you need them they're the best
8: how's <laughs> interviewing himself he's playing both parts he's
5: in the so scene.
8: drunk they're, they're serving him while he's commentating. oh i love it or he's just like i think he's just in love with the absurdity of the movie i think i don't know i mean he was in it and he's trying to defend it but he can't because it's so dumb but it's also fun I don't know. I just think he's having a blast.
1: Everyone's the best. Why are they the best? I don't know. They just are. I'm only the best because I work with the best. I mean, this is a little bit of a logic stretch, let's face it. <laughs> they don't know jack about drilling. <laughs> He's tearing apart the movie. How hard can it be?
8: <laughs> I know. He, again, his own film.
1: How hard can it be? No, we don't have Aim the control. drill at the ground and turn it on. The, the government, the U.S. You government. think it's just drilling a hole? There's a lot you got to know about. And when you're going to break, snap off an edge in a tranny on a corner of a hot pipe, and you're going to get a gas pocket. Like, yeah, well, what about when the booster rockets don't fire, and your EVA suit and your zero gravity, you know. Didn't you see, it? Didn't you see Apollo 13, boy? <laughs> <laughs> jensen do you own armageddon
9: i i own armageddon not the criterion the uh, the other one yeah well
8: that's... i think make sure you got the ben affleck commentary because i think that your weekend plans I mean, have been made my I, friend I, I,
9: they also made pearl harbor together and unfortunately there is no director's commentary on pearl harbor
8: mm. but they should do it now yeah if it's not too late ben are you hearing us <laughs> get it done son
4: it's the kevin and bean show K-rock. Hey, you uh,
8: rock! Hey, Magnum Pi, how do you feel the look is going now that you've been at it for two weeks? Uh, I feel pretty, pretty
9: good. I mean, I love the breeze. I love the margaritas I've been drinking. I'm pretty much on vacay 24 seven now. So,
8: and you you used to be such a big rap fan, but now you only listen to the Margaritaville channel yeah. on Sirius yeah. XM. Yeah, I'm a true parrot head. So. <laughs> Um you get any reaction from the friends and family and acquaintances in your life to full-time Hawaii insurance? People seem to like it. I get good response
9: mostly mm-hmm. from uh women around my age seem mm-hmm. to be nicer about it. Oh. Uh but I do every once in a while someone does ask me if I if I'm traveling after this when we're hanging out <laughs> right. or Oh yeah, uh, heading to Hawaii, when's your flight? Yeah, I think people like are like, Oh, you know be cool with that? A lay. <laughs> I feel you kind of are starting to get the cool dad vibe, too, Good. a little bit. Yeah.
8: Good. That's what I'm going for. Right, Allie? Cool dad?
5: 100%. I'm going, okay. I'm going
8: for cool dad. All right. Uh, 7.52 here on a Yay morning. Friday. This is uh, one of my favorite segments of the whole week because it's time for Allie McKay to introduce the additions to this week's that's my jam playlist.
5: Yeah, this is when we talk about songs that we're super into because a lot of people don't know. We don't pick the songs that we play during the Kevin and Bean uh, show.
8: I picked that lit song we just heard. I'll tell you that. And I put in Harvey Danger every day. If it shows up, it's oh, it's just a blessing.
5: Sweet baby Jesus. So we get to pick a song that we're either digging at the moment to introduce you to or sometimes it can be an older song that comes up on a playlist and you're like, "Oh, damn, remember that song? That's my jam." We Which is why we call our playlist That's My Jam. You can follow it. At Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're going to link you to it right now. There's over 100 songs, almost six hours of music on it right now. And thousands
8: of followers, by the way. And we get a lot of really good feedback from people who are either road trip or doing errands or whatever it is. And they just put it on, put it on shuffle and go with it. And they they seem to really enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely.
5: Every member of the Kevin and Bean show picks a song for the week. Kevin is up first and his pick is a guy named Spencer Ludwig. And he's a trumpeter, he's a singer, he's a songwriter, producer, born and raised right here in LA. He was in Capital Cities. He recorded on their platinum debut album, Toured With Them, 2012 to 2015. He's also performed with Foster the People, Portugal the Man, Fits and the Tantrums, bunch of K-Rock bands. Here is a clip of Kevin's pick, Spencer Ludwig with Best Life.
6: I got I'm here for a good time, no of my sunshine. So just go do what you like, cause you can live your best life. I'm the that that's just like, cause I got my head right. So just go do what you
4: like. Go ahead live your best life.
5: I mean, All right.
8: Kevin is dance or die, so that is right on brand. And Kevin
5: is a funky bitch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's why he actually took today off, because he's like, I am a funky bitch, and I need today off. Bean, you're up next.
8: My band is called Blossoms. Sorry, Jensen. Nothing to do with Blossom, ah, the TV show. My Bialik. This is an English indie pop band from the Manchester area. They have a couple of full lengths behind them and a few EPs, too, and they're... I don't know. Um, They certainly could be on K Rock, that's for sure. They kind of remind me of bands like The Bravery that we played earlier this hour, but Mm -hmm. they are very melodic and very fun. The Blossoms is the act. The new song just released is called Your Girlfriend.
6: And when she smiles, I can't hide my jealousy
4: Oh, I can't take it, boy, I hope she's faking it
8: Kind of that electro pop sound like a Franz yeah. Ferdinand or somebody. I dig it. Really, really fun again. Blossoms, your girlfriend.
5: I love it. All right, Jensen, your
8: pick. Okay, for the next four weeks, I'm gonna
5: be doing a thing I call the
9: rap rock rewind. Uh this is stuff from the late 90s that I think people didn't get into enough that was in the rap rock genre. We're starting with a band called Shooty's Groove. Uh they were out of Bronx. They had an album that I really liked called High Definition. They were super fun, and this was like a weird subgenre of that Limp Bizkit era of dudes who just kind of made melodic rap pop stuff, and this song was called L-Train. Open up your eyes
4: and Lazarus, better yet. Open up your heart, y'all imagine this train
8: Yep. We got uh, some good weekend jams going here, Allie. Are you going to ruin it?
5: Uh, I'm not going to ruin it because this song, I heard it and I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, is, this, is this actual new rock that rocks? And indeed it is. This is a band called Broken Love. And you're trust me, you're going to want to look them up after. And Broken is spelled B-R-K-N. So Broken Love, I heard it and I was like, this is awesome. And I love this quote I saw from the singer and guitarist Justin Benlolo. He said, when I first thought about starting a band, it needed all the elements of rock and roll that I responded to. Big guitars, big drums, big vocals. I didn't want it to be too complex. It just had to be something everybody could digest in short and sweet format. Alternative, but it's all so heavy. I want to get right to the point. And then I reached out to them and I said, "What what do you want me to say on the air about you? Give me something that people need to know. And he said... Just, we're a bunch of young dudes trying to bring rock to the youth of today. And I was like, well, mission accomplished with this song. I'm going to tell you right now, um, try not to get pregnant when you listen to this because it's that good, you guys. Okay. Here is Broken Love with Shot Down.
8: I'm I'm pregnant.
5: I mean, I've been listening to that song every morning as I drive into work. It wakes me up. It makes me happy. And my God, what do we talk about on the station all the time? There is no new rock. Yeah. Well, what is I mean, happening?
8: there's, you know, your Greta Van Fleet and your Royal Blood. We played that full song last week that rocks. I mean, there's, they're few and far between, but they're certainly worth seeking out.
5: And they, these guys don't sound like they're in a cover band. True. Yeah, True.
9: Is it a toilet
6: baby?
5: It is not a toilet baby, but thank you for asking. That is weird. Uh, So you guys, go to at Kevin and Bean on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We are going to link you to our playlist called That's My Jam. You're going to get all those songs in your ear holes today. So you're welcome. Some birthdays for you. We've got Jillian Anderson, Sam Elliott, Anna Kendrick, Jessica Capshaw, and one of my favorite actors, Eric Bana, who... Is amazing, and I need everybody later today to watch the movie Chopper, which is my favorite movie of his. It's from Australia. He plays the notorious gangster Mark Chopper Reed. Great movie! It is the greatest movie ever. And then after that, Google him because he was on a Australian. Uh, sketch comedy show. That was the start of his career. People don't know this about Eric Banna. Seems like a
9: real deep Eric Banna <laughs> I'm just
5: gonna say, run here. He How, about did, just birthday, he How about just happy
9: birthday, Hold. How about just that? Move on.
5: this character called Poita, and he would do the funniest thing. I'm just could saying. Could this it. be on your so podcast?
9: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this seems like it could go onto your Banna cast or whatever you have just about Eric Banna. And that's what's happening.
4: <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K Rock.
5: All right, Ali, so you're lurking around in Reddit, Uh, Never, but I saw an article about Mm -hmm. somebody lurking in Reddit. Reddit, And uh, a user posted a photo of mold in a hotel coffee maker. Oh, no. And they said, this is why you always check the hotel coffee maker before you use it. And then they added, you know, it took weeks, if not months, for this ecosystem to develop.
8: That means hundreds of people have Hell had yeah. coffee out of that coffee. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, the,
8: you know, ever since, it's probably been 20 years or more, was it Dateline that did the, uh, did the black light in the hotel? Yes. Oh. Ever,
5: yeah, disgusting. Ever,
8: it, the most disgusting thing that's ever been on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that includes live executions back in the day. But, you um, I just, I can't, I never want to stay in a hotel because now all I think about is every surface of a hotel is the filthiest thing in the
9: world. But don't you just have to accept the fact that there is fecal matter in your hotel room? No. But you have to. You don't. But I'm asking you to accept it because you just have to know that there's no way that someone's washed their hands every single time. They haven't washed all the comforters. You know that they don't even wash the heaviest comforter. No. This is
8: a disassociation that has to be made because at some point you have to stay in a hotel room, yet mm. you will, ref- at least I, refuse to accept that it's as filthy as that that coffee ma- machine that Allie's talking about. Mm. And you're right. They don't wash that top comforter. No.
9: Ever. I, I Honestly, I think the coffee thing is its a problem, but it's not your worst problem in the room.
8: Because
5: really, who's making coffee in the room? And I'm going to tell you that I wig out.
8: I mean, I've complained to the hotel when I've checked out if there's a stray hair in the shower on the wall when yeah. I check in. You know what I mean? Like that to me, and you know, obviously, there's always hair in the shower. Just a, question with, just a question whether the cleaning people catch it or not. Yeah, but we, I mean, there's we, a lot. We, we, we
5: talking pubes.
8: No. Okay. No, we're talking it. But there's a lot of ways it can go south in a hotel room. Uh, Ali, before we uh, explain the phone topic, mm-hmm. you have quite the, uh, the regimen when oh, you yeah. check into a room, right? Yeah.
5: When I check in, uh, first thing I do is I go to the ice bucket. I take the little baggie that's inside the ice bucket. I put my hand in it. I then take the remote control for the TV, into my hand and then I take the uh, bucket bag off my hand and it becomes on top of the remote because studies have shown that the TV remote is the germiest, grossest place there. That's number one. Everybody's number... hands
8: touch that yeah. and it's never clean. Yeah. No. Number two,
5: I then go into the bathroom. I grab um, a piece of tissue or toilet paper. I wad it up and I stick it right into the peephole. Nobody's going to be looking. No, on the door. Oh. Actual peephole. Thanks for dinging that. Uh, so nobody is going to be able to look in or pop out that peephole, turn it around. None of that's going to happen. Number three, I close the blinds and then I look around the room for any light. If there is a light anywhere, that is a camera and I am on to you, mother effer. She's got a point. She's Thank an you. icon. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She's a legend. I appreciate and she is the moment. It. I appreciate it.
8: So that's the checklist that you go through. Oh, that's
5: just my starting three.
8: And then she brings the
9: vacuum in. Yeah. Then I I put my
5: sheets on the bed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even at a five star hotel, like where it's really top notch and clean? How dare you think they're any different? Those are some of the worst. Oh, my God.
8: What is the grossest thing or weirdest thing that you've ever found in your hotel room? A body. Oh, wow.
5: Literally. Do you guys remember at Comic-Con last year? I checked into my room. I got five feet into the room with my suitcase, and I'm like, there's someone sleeping in the bed. Turned around, walked out, and they were like, oh, we're really sorry. We gave you the wrong room.
9: The guy didn't wake up?
5: No. And it was like four in the afternoon. Oh, I would have
9: checked for breathing.
5: Oh, well, no.
9: Well, I would have thought they, they booked the room. Okay, so they assume this guy checked out. You check in and see right. a dead body on the bed. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was dead. Well, oh, dead. he
8: might God, have been dead. dead. Rest in peace, he guy. He was probably dead. Oh mm-hmm. no! If he, I mean, at least he was there after the checkout That's time. Right. That's right. Oh dear, Allie.
5: I feel weird now.
8: He should have at least gone through his pockets. For sure. <laughs> I mean, seriously.
5: Totally missed that this opportunity. Part lit,
8: um, we're going to take your calls at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Is gross what we're looking for? I don't know
9: if it's always gross. Could just be weird. Could weird. be scary.
2: Scary, strange. Scary, okay.
8: Yeah. Uh, weird, scary, gross, unusual things that yeah. you found in your hotel room. Okay, so you didn't do it, all right? Yeah. This isn't you or like, coming home late and vomiting or something it, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's
9: not your best friend at a bachelor party mm-hmm. who vomited. Right, right, right. Yeah.
8: This is something that showed up or was in your hotel room when you checked in or something that happened while you were in the hotel yeah. room. I told you guys the story of um, me going to Las Vegas last year, uh, went to visit my father, Mm-hmm. Checked into a, a hotel, uh, went about my day, went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, and found blood on my pillow.
5: Not mine. Great.
8: Not mine.
5: That's gross. And you didn't notice when? You you went didn't to notice bed. it the night
8: before. Didn't notice it when I went to bed. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, a fair amount of blood. And uh, I checked all over every possible place on my head, and I was fine. I had no scratches or cuts or anything like that. That blood was on my pillow when I checked into that room, and I slept on it. This is also,
9: though, coming from a guy whose Instagram account has a picture of his bloody hands. Uh, He doesn't remember
8: why it's there, how it happened. That's not important, Jen. We're not talking about that.
9: This is a real memento They'll never find
8: the body. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) But blood on your pillow, you guys. You don't want
5: it.
8: -mm. And I did, believe me, there was a strongly worded letter written about. That all right one 1-800-520-1067 mugs. You also have a story of something that went down in a hotel room that was not you, but uh, was a little funky.
10: Yeah, walked into uh, my Las Vegas hotel room where I was sharing it with my uh, best man and my other buddy. I see him laying on the bed and his head is in his hands and in like disbelief. I'm like, dude, what happened? He's like, uh, he's not saying anything. I walk into the other room. My buddy Randy, who you guys all know, sure. has a 2-inch gaping wound Don't say gaping. in his leg because my buddy Ryan was playing with a pocket knife and stabbed him in the leg and Randy was pouring blood all over the carpet.
8: Okay. Yeah, you scratched rooms,
10: right? Uh, no, we stayed in the room <laughs> and the craziest thing is is like we dabbed it up with like water uh-huh. to try to clean it up. The hotel didn't even charge us. They didn't charge us any cleaning fees. So whoever walked into the room after us yeah. saw a, a crime scene. What and then they used the
5: pillow for Bean's room.
6: Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. That's
8: what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so the people who ca- who booked that room after you, they're the ones who should be calling.
5: Yes. You're not going
8: to believe the blood <laughs> stain were- when we checked in. It
10: was insane.
8: All right, let's take one call quick before the break. 1-800-520-1067. Our friend Jody in HP is back on the line, line one. Hey, Jody, how you been? Jody, Jody. Yes. Yes, always What's good happening? to hear from you. What uh, what happened in the hotel room?
0: Oh, my gosh. We had this nice upgrade ocean view in Santa Barbara, and in the middle of the night, we're awakened by this tap, 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 and we realize it's dripping from above our room and there's the kitchen was up there so it was not a nice thing to think about what it might have been that was dripping on our bed
6: what's going on oh my god water
8: coming out of the ceiling onto your bed
0: well we don't know for sure if it was water that would be good
6: right yeah, oh, it was gosh. it
0: was probably
8: blood. Okay, Jody, thank you for the call. 800-520-106 and we'll talk to you next on K-Rock.
4: The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock.
8: Um, this is a tough uh, segment for first thing in the morning, you guys. Uh, some of the gross things that you've encountered in hotel rooms. Good morning. I know, it's just Good morning. Sometimes you fabulous. Right. Outstanding, wonderful, terrific. This, okay. Good morning. This um Yeah. Email. Fr- okay, thank you, sir. This email from Ted. <laughs> I travel a lot for work. Hotels are absolutely horrendous. Even the five star spots I have found feces on phones.
5: Oh, God. Oh. That's a great band, by the <laughs> way.
8: <laughs> Bean, like you, blood on the pillow. Jeez. Oh, boogers on the headboard.
9: Oh, oh. I, I never oh, even yeah. thought of boogers on the headboard. <laughs> These are all great band names.
8: <laughs> a dead mouse under the bed.
5: Oh, my oh. God. Which
8: is a tribute act to dead yes. which I think
5: is cool. <laughs>
8: but the absolute worst oh, no. was the uh, corn kernel.
5: Oh,
10: no, 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 no. Stop it. No. Stop it. No. Stop it. No 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 no, no! 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 Wait,
5: we need no. to know where it was, though, because if it was on the remote, no, no. I'm, in, I'm gonna tell I'm you. In. I'm
9: gonna say I don't think it's Give just a corn kernel. <laughs> I don't think it's
3: gonna be a normal corn. Oh. I think there's going to be a twist. <laughs> Allie, Allie is down for it if it's on the remote.
8: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, the port kernel was in the shower drain. Oh, no, guys. No. Oh, no. Which is also awful. No. No. Awful. No, no.
7: No. No. Oh, no, no, no. Ted says, no.
3: okay,
8: Ted says, not even slightly kidding. Okay, oh. so top that yeah. 1-800-520-1067. Yeah. Let's go to Jason, please. Line for Claremont up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Jason, what's uh, happening? What's going on, party people? You tell me. A bad hotel experience.
2: Oh, yeah. So me and my, me and the wife went up to Big Sur for her husband's wedding, and we we're staying in
8: one of those Okay. Our no, phones no, are, and, on, uh, are fading now. Uh, well, you're no, back. It sounds back. like he
5: was just in a bad spot. He's back.
8: Okay. All right. So you and your wife uh, Sorry, guys. living yeah. it up I at mean, Big Sur. Got is it. Very service now. Okay.
2: Yeah. So we were. Uh, yeah, we were staying in Big Sur in one of those motel, you know, campground type places. And uh, early in the morning, I start to hear this. You know, people outside talking, and then I start. I hear somebody come around the back, and I start to hear drilling.
5: <laughs> and I go, "Oh, come on." Hey, yeah, I know,
2: I know. And uh, then I then I hear like something come off the side of the building, and then I hear footsteps come in to the bathroom and i go okay oh it's i'm yeah now i'm thinking this is gonna be really good or really bad (laughs) wait
8: hold on jason what are the scenarios where it's good i think we all know what he means (laughs) i've you know what i think you know you've seen that
5: porn sure
8: (laughs) okay all right you're thinking three so i get it
9: uh,
2: yeah and then the door swings open and there's a maintenance worker just in, in our room. Still not. I still think it could be either scenario. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm not out yet. And, and so I, I I look him up and down and I, all right, you know, this could work.
8: <laughs> no, but uh,
6: this out. Well,
8: he looks good in a uniform, right? So was the yeah, deal. He, he did. It, is it something as simple as he thought that room was unoccupied, he was just coming in to do work? And if so, or, why would he come in through the bathroom window? Or
9: did he look at you guys and go, do you guys need your pipes cleaned?
5: Right? I'm here to do yeah, work, was- if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what,
8: what, what was his explanation, Jason?
9: <laughs> no,
2: the explanation was that the people next door had locked themselves out of the room. So he goes, oh, okay, I'll just go in through your bathroom window. But uh, for some reason, didn't know which window was correct at the hotel he supposedly worked at. Um, And then came in through our window to find me and my wife, you know, not fully closed. Understood. uh, Yeah.
8: Yeah.
2: And And my wife not
8: happy. And the relationship is still going strong between the three of you?
2: (laughs) Oh, well, then, you know, we exchanged numbers and agreed to meet up later on. Okay, that's the happy
8: ending we were looking for. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate the call. Got time for a couple more. Oh, did we just lose the dildo call? Oh, oh
3: no, we did!
6: No. Not
3: the dildo call. We lost the dildo. We also lost the Wad of Bush. We lost that <laughs> one too. Another great band. <laughs> oh, so
8: much! So many great bands. All right, let's go to Jansen Jensen. He's in Hollywood. He is on line five. Hey, Jansen, say hi to Jensen. <laughs> What would you do, nephew? Hey, Jansen. It's Jensen.
0: <laughs> hey, Jansen.
8: Um, no, you're Jansen. He's
0: Jensen. All right. What did you your um, flight in the hotel? group of friends and I took a road trip to San Francisco, checked in a little after midnight um, around North Beach, got into the room, and there were two homeless guys just sleeping on the beds.
8: Oh, oh wow. wow. That sounds like a mix-up. What, what was the explanation? Did they break in or, or what? No, they paid for yeah, the room. They, just,
0: they snuck in through the window. They just removed the... Uh, <laughs> The, the window Opened it up They were in there Kind of were a little Out of it And then uh, Just quietly walked out We all looked at each other We're like Okay um, Hotel didn't do anything We just threw the sheets On the floor Slept the night away Got drunk You know
8: yeah, like yeah. you do, yeah. yeah. Hey, I respect yeah. their hustle, man. I think it's pretty cool. All right, thank you, Jansen. Appreciate the call. All right, we only have time for one more. You guys like Nicola Placentia or Thomas and Santa Ana? How deep are you willing to go here? Oh, that's a real... That's a Sophie's choice. I know. What do you uh, think? Allie, think, what do you think?
9: I think you got to go with Thomas.
6: Oh, Allie, you agree? Okay. Santa
8: Ana, Thomas, you're a final call. This is the This is the call people are going to remember all weekend long. <laughs> what's, what's going on, buddy?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm really... I'm really happy to be here. Um, I took a trip by myself to England, so I'm right there with you being as an Anglophile. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got to London, the previous night I'd been out with a bunch of friends partying, so I was exhausted. So I get to my hostel, I check in, I drag my stuff upstairs, and I go into the room, and there are three sets of bunk beds, each of them three high, which is pretty standard for hostels in London. And on one of them, three people are having sex. Um, so we've got three Spaniards having a three-way, and there's somebody's stuff on my bed. So I go back downstairs, go to the manager, who happens to also be the bartender, and say, hey, there's somebody's stuff on my bed. He immediately runs upstairs before I can stop him and tell him that there's Spaniards, you know, enjoying each other's company at noon. And then, you know, so I follow, and we go back upstairs, and the Spaniards have finished. He tells me to get into the other empty bed in the room. <laughs> I climb up. I get in, I go to sleep, I wake up, and I realize that there is a crusty stain on the pillow that I didn't see at first that has a consistency that high school has acquainted me with. No! So- oh,
9: yeah. Oh, wait, that was a <laughs> mixed emotions. And you slept on it. Oh, God.
0: Well, I was so tired that my head just, I was like, it's a top bunk, I don't care, I'm exhausted. I was up until 4 a.m., I'm, like, just burned out, and I go to sleep, and I wake up, and my eyes open, and I lift my head off the pillow, and it's the first thing I see, and I go, God, how did I miss that? And uh,
6: so now, now your eye is so, so,
0: yeah. so I go and get some uh, antibacterial eye drops, and then I go check out, and I, I've never stayed in a hostel again.
8: Uh, <laughs> and who could blame you? Um, I mean, yeah. I'll say
0: this. The Spaniards did invite me to go partying with them later, so they were very polite.
8: Okay. That's All nice. right. So there, I'm, I'm happy that you're able to find the upside to the adventure. Thank you, Thomas, and thanks to everybody for calling.
4: <times Amsterdam> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-Rock Q. Q. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100. I
8: keep
6: it
4: 100. keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. Keep
8: it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. All right, let's see what was so close this week. Uh, from San Pedro, Alex texted in, Know Your Enemy by Rage
5: Against the Machine. Ooh, that would have been good. mad would Kevin be if that was the song and he wasn't here?
8: Yeah, good point. Would have been good. Uh, But he was texter 99, so mm-hmm. not fair. Uh, texter 101, Ready to Go by Republica.
6: Ooh. Oh. which
8: by the way was a great song at the time and now you can hear on sporting events every weekend on television across this year I bet they made a lot more money off of this, the the being on TV than they have as a hit record but that's a great song ready to go but there's only one Texter 100 I'm going to introduce you to our new friend Peta, who joins us from Santa Fe Springs
0: hey Pita hey good morning
8: <laughs> what's going on tell me about your Friday what are you up to Um, nothing much
0: I'm going to
8: start off my day here. whoa Cut out a little bit. You're going to stay off your what, or stay on your white?
5: Oh
7: yeah, I'm just
0: going to
5: stay in and take care of Bob. <laughs> uh, stay no. in and take care of Bob. I, uh,
9: I'm going to build a yeah. robot. I heard I'm going to build a robot.
5: Okay.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love your phone. I want to talk to you all day. Uh, all right. Is this oh the first God. time you have texted in on Keep It 100, or, or do you frequently try for this feature?
0: Oh, no. I've been trying for over, I think, like a year and a half already.
8: Oh, wow. my
6: gosh. Is
5: it same song every time? Um, I switch
8: it up. Okay. All right. Well, well, your tenacity paid off. I would like you to introduce your Keep It 100 choice for the Kevin Bean audience. Would you?
7: Yes. It's um, Western
6: Girls but the Pet Shop Boys. Hey, Steve. In a western town the the eastern boys and western
8: Cell service in Santa Fe Springs. Ooh. She was texture 100 for Keep It 100 on the Kevin Beach on the world famous so K Rock.
5: Oh, good.
8: It's been a while since I've seen a song turned up that loud here in the K Rock studio. was great. Uh. Allie, what do you give that song on a 1 to 100?
5: A uh, 100. I right, love how, that song so much. How class- about on,
8: how about on one to ten? How about if the scale is just ten?
5: Oh, see, then I'd go, probably go seven. Oh, <laughs> go back to the hundred. This was a joke from off the air two days ago. Bean plot twist. Stupid. All right,
8: you uh, you tell me when was West End Girls released on its way to becoming a number one hit here in the United States of America? I,
5: I was a huge Pet Shop Boys fan, and I actually bonded with the lead singer, the Killers. Mr. Brandon Flowers about our mutual love for the Pet Shop Boys. Mm. So I know for a fact that it was in the 80s.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right?
8: Good work. And Could I, you
5: narrow it down I, somewhat? I sure will. It was either 84 or 85. Okay. But um, I will go 84. Five. Four. 84.
8: Just tell me when you're dead. 84. Just tell me when the 84. top stops spitting. To 84. Um, I would have accepted either answer because the song was originally released in April of 84, becoming a club hit in the United States, but then was re-recorded and came out as a single in October of 85 becoming a number one single in the spring of 86. So, Alan. Thank you. Thank well you so done. much. That song had quite a run. It did, yeah. <laughs> she uh, she knows her pet shop boys. Yeah. So, great suggestion, Peter. Thanks so much. We'll get, do it again next Friday right here on Keep It 100.
5: Keep It 100.
4: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
3: It's a shame there's no... Uh way to recap things that happen during the week
5: yeah people miss a ton of stuff
3: it is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end I know I barely listen
9: we've come to another close of the week my friend so let me break it down for you as it officially ends hot take Jones attack God bless you Kevin wrote out a fake angry Yelp review and then he erased it, but no matter what the case is It's hard to say he's not a dick and Venus in a racist of forever Ooh, I'm not touching that Theseus and Meryl stopped by and the brand was intact You lost a wedding ring, a celebrity wasn't nice Jerry O called in, but we talked about him twice I admitted to the world I've never blown out snot and Dave left the Dodger game because he was hot. He seems to hate the sound made when beer mug whistles. And a diapers keep the penis down and shoots up like a missile. An Advent app like to any existing cast. If you
8: missed that shit, download the podcast. Wow, we covered a lot of ground this week, you guys. Hey. Are we really right? And if you don't get any of those references, then you missed out on some podcasts. You just go to Radio.com or wherever you get yours and stay current with all the stuff on The Kevin and Bean Show. Great work, Jensen. Thank Thank you you for that. Allie, bring us home with a final What's Happening for the Week.
5: Well, do you remember a couple days ago I told you that somebody, and we didn't know who... A surprise guest was scheduled on Conan, The Late Show, The Late Late Show, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and The Tonight Show.
8: I do remember that, but I also remember that the fun was short-lived because Jensen uh, apparently knew that it was going to be each show was going to have a different member of friends. So he kind of spoiled a, it for I us. I did By, not know. by I jumping said, out. And... I said, wouldn't that be cool? So then when it happened, we were all like, ah, Jensen ruined it for us because there's no surprise now because look, there they all are.
5: Well, it wasn't them. Um, oh, was it Christopher? Uh, It wasn't Christopher (laughs) Cross. He was sailing, so he couldn't make it in. You want to know who it was?
0: I do know who it was. It was Farrah Abramson?
5: It wasn't. She was busy uh, going out the back door. Not her. Oh, then (laughs) it it has
0: to be Kaiser Permanente.
5: Again, that is a hospital, Mm. Jensen.
8: Mm. Okay, was it... I hope it's me. Uh,
5: (laughs) (laughs) It was not you. Oh, 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 it's Steve. It was not Steve. Uh, Okay,
8: how about Mm -hmm. Wally?
5: Wally. wasn't Wally either. I guess. Sure. Jesus. It w- wow, what a coup, though. Mm-hmm. Nope, it was that's, not Jesus. I mean, that's
8: a guess that at least would make sense that he would appear on all TV shows sure. at once, sure. right? Yeah. He wouldn't even have to pre-record. He no. could literally be there at once. Speaking
9: of people who would have made sense,
6: mm-hmm.
8: Yitzhak Rabin.
5: <laughs> Again, no, don't know who that even is, really. All right, huh? how about um, his name, Mr. Clean? Not Mr. Clean. It wasn't? No. I know Um, who it was. Okay. Oh, who was it? It, Oh, God. I wish it was. I miss him so much. Not Yasil Puig.
8: Okay. How about Valley Realtors call him the foot fetish guy, (laughs) and he's been creeping them out for years.
5: (laughs) I wish it was.
3: I have an actual guest. Okay. Arnold Braunschweiger.
5: It's not. It's not him.
3: <laughs> you guys are played because I knew who it was.
5: Okay.
0: Mo, Larry, and Curly. No, there were oh, three people. It's
5: just one. Do you want a man?
1: No, I don't. The president of the United States and the commander of cheese.
5: <laughs> uh, no, uh, that's not a, a real thing. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. D's nuts. Oh. Not D's nuts. Okay. square Squarepants. No. Oh, He's good. Under, under the seat.
0: Good guess,
8: Jens,
5: yeah. but I'll
0: tell you what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm the Eagles fan that ate that poop off the ground after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ty Tryon.
3: Is it Ty Tryon?
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hmm. Um, how about. How's everybody doing? My name's Mr. Wacky. <laughs> it could have been Mr. Wacky? <laughs>
10: Willie Tanner. <laughs> was it Willie Tanner,
6: the
9: no. dad Her mouth? no
10: from No. It was definitely Bean
8: Bean Touch My Bean. <laughs> oh
5: no, I wish it was. Well,
8: if it if it were, it would have to be
4: Ted Parrot man. <laughs> man.
9: Oh, I got
8: it.
7: Uh, Pablo from Nicaragua.
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
4: you couldn't travel. Iggy iguana.
5: No. Baby. <laughs> flavor Flakes! No, he didn't know what time to come on.
8: <laughs> Fergie. No. Nope. Nick Richards.
5: Uh-uh. How about, um... El Gordo y la Flaca. <laughs> <laughs> no,
9: Frankenstein. they
5: got their own show. No,
9: no. no.
5: Uh, could it
2: have been... What about an emotional support squirrel?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no. Hugh Janus. Oh. Hugh Janus? No. Mm. Pablo the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thanks, George Kevin. Wilba? No. Nope. Prince Larry? No. Lady Gaga! No. Salim Abu Fred, Fredson. Now you're just kind it up.
0: Salim Abu Salim Abouaziz. Salim Aziz. Rebic!
5: Federal Bureau
0: of <laughs> Investigation Special Agent Dale Cooper.
5: Why don't I just tell you who was? You know Santana?
0: Because I know that it was Johnny Utah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no. That can't
0: be it because it's Sister Yvette.
5: <laughs> no, it wasn't Dear Yvette.
10: Oof. This is Groucho Marx.
5: No, he's very dead. Cherry Poppin' They. It's just one person, <laughs> not the whole band. Zendo! <laughs> There's no person. Chaos. <laughs> I just... Oh, Chaos. Can't. <gasps> well, I will tell you who it John was. Jackson Brown... It was uh, it was Ron Burgundy, Aww. you guys. Oh,
8: I was so close. Yeah,
5: yeah. Here's I said Hugh
9: Janus. Isn't that the same guy? <laughs> it's
5: very similar. Here's the thing. Uh, he did a different thing on each show. So he went on Corden. He did an animal segment. He went on Seth Meyers, and he debuted his ventriloquist act, which. I need to see immediately because I have become obsessed with ventriloquist dolls. None better than Ricky. Stay tuned on my uh, Instagram at Allie McKay if you want to check that out. But here is a clip where he went on Colbert and he tried his hand at stand-up comedy.
7: Ted likes to party, right? What the heck does that mean? Do you like to throw parties? Which, in a way, is a really nice compliment, you know? Means you care about people and you like to plan. It's going really good. It's going really good. <laughs> However, people usually come off more aggressively, you know, tonight we're going to party! I want to party! We are, we are going off! What does that mean? To go off? To go off where? <laughs> to go off and find a private nook to plan a party? <laughs> Tonight, we are going off to find a quiet area and plan an elegant send-off for my cousin, Denise. (laughs) She will be delighted because of the care and forethought. Woo!
5: Uh, I just want to say, we said to Omar, just pick a funny clip. And then I went in and I said, um, so just explain what happens here. And he goes, uh, it's a minute, but it is so good. Hmm. <laughs> what? Omar, was that the right clip? That was...
8: What? Hiya, folks. I think he we was... need to check on Omar. It sounded like it was sh- not going over big. No. But the thing about Ron Burgundy, and uh-huh. by the way, Will Ferrell forever. He's the best. God. The best. He is so committed to that character yes. that he makes whatever he attempts work.
5: And one of the funniest things I've ever heard him say was he was on the Conan O'Brien podcast. Mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien um, has a friend. meets a friend. Yeah. He needs a friend, whatever. Uh, he said he delights when it isn't going well and he just hammers it home, hammers it home, hammers it home and people get mad. That's what he, like, digs that. Yeah. When it never comes back around.
9: I mean, that character is, like, based in bombing, really.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, here's Omar. Oh, uh, to defend to his defend terrible pick of you a minute-long... No,
3: no, but you guys... You guys just said exactly what that clip was. Maybe uh-huh. it was more visual. Because it's it was clearly... It's good
5: for radio, definitely. yeah. No,
3: no, no. Because it was clearly not working. Right. I thought you, that that's what it is.
5: Okay. Oh, you know so what I bombs.
3: Right, exactly. Okay. So that's that's what the clip... Oh. Was. And right. that's a reflection okay.
8: on how Omar views our show, too, as uh-huh. he feels like this would be most appropriate. Okay. This, this fits would in fit, most. Okay. fit in best with the Kevin Bean right? mm-hmm. show. Sure. DJ Omar Khan. Right?
5: Sure. Omar does not understand why we were all like, wait, what?
3: No, I didn't hear the first part. I just heard the tail end.
5: You don't oh, boy, listen yes. to the show. No. I get it. No. Yeah.
3: Go back to the playing all we of have the a, names thing.
6: We have a podcast. <laughs> You're that. You aren't wrong.
3: You <laughs> aren't wrong. You're that part. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, good lord. <sighs>
6: wow
5: you guys uh fresh off the premiere of bh 90210 the peach pit pop-up restaurant inspired by the classic beverly hills 90210 is gonna keep its doors open due to high demand you guys see you're stoked um the peach pit pop-up in los angeles sold out its two-day weekend run in less than an hour but after the premiere and people really digging it they've extended the run through the end of September. The doors are going to reopen on August 16th. Tickets go on sale today in 14 minutes. You just have to go to peachpitpopup.com.
8: Doing- Forgive my ignorance, mm-hmm. but what was um, remarkable about the peach pit? Like, what would be the That sig-
5: was the hangout. That well, would be like no, 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 a sort of. diner. The, the
9: cool part was really the After Dark, which was the club in the back. Well,
8: I but I'm mean, just wondering what was significant about much. it. That like like if you went into the the Friends Coffee Diner, you know what it looks like. Yeah, is the Peach Pit as iconic in no. terms of the things that you would identify, you would
5: recognize? It or just is looks it like it's just a diner. Yeah, just and just they're
8: diner. just calling it the Peach Pit.
9: Yeah, unless they get Joey Tata, the the guy who ran it. I right.
5: uh, I don't think they will. Oh, he's dead. He's unavailable. I didn't Mm. think he was alive. Okay.
9: Well, if they bring him back, then I'll I'll sign up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
5: Oh, sorry, Joe. He's alive. Okay, good. Yeah.
9: He's actually probably just going to be there. Uh, I will say that it's like the new hot trend to have, like, they have the say by the Bell place here. Sure. They have the All That Good Burger. Yeah. They have this now. I want to pitch uh, the pizza place from a guy, a girl, and a pizza place or whatever. Mm-hmm. That. I want to do that.
8: Okay.
5: Well, that's a
9: beloved
8: American sitcom yeah. that no one ever stops thinking
9: about. Yeah. I think it's just going to be, like, it's on everyone's mind. It's in the collective.
5: I don't. Okay.
9: <laughs> Sign All up. Right. 14 minutes uh-huh. for the pizza place from guy, a girl, a pizza place.
5: That's the website? Yeah.
8: Okay. Dot com. I'm working on it. <laughs> they couldn't get .com. That was actually no, already taken, so I had to go with d- d- dot .org. Dot org yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Spitball in here. <laughs> you guys, today is predicted to be the busiest day for flying worldwide what? for 2019.
9: Not true. That's not even close to true, uh, right?
5: More than 17 million passengers are expected to take to the skies and aboard over 115,500 flights today.
8: This doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, well, it's just a summer weekend? Uh, th- yeah. But it's not like when the kids get out of school, or I mean, what, why this weekend?
5: Maybe they're looking at it as like the last weekend of summer before the kids go back to school.
9: But I mean, this can't really compete with the day before Thanksgiving, can it?
5: Guys, today worldwide, is predicted though, to be the yeah. busiest day for flying worldwide. Yeah, That's Thanksgiving. Means, me. it, it doesn't make sense
8: outside lies, of America. So lies and more lies. I am going to say that is fake news. Lies. Okay. Ellie. It's fake. Uh, that didn't happen.
5: It's uh, not true. Also fake news, the busiest airports are Beijing, Atlanta, Dubai, LAX, and Tokyo.
9: Mm, this seems like a story we didn't need to go over because it's a lie. Okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. Um Don't it, trust Whitey. Is Beyonce pregnant? Tell me more. The beehive seems <laughs> to think so. She posted a picture on Instagram. She's wearing a long-sleeve plaid dress, wearing purple lipstick. She's wearing cat-eye sunglasses and a crocodile skin handbag. Baby's come out of her butt, right? No. Uh, Why am I telling you all this? Because she had her arms crossed with her handbag strategically covering her stomach. Boom!
3: That little baby Mm -hmm. could grow up to be Adolf
5: Hitler. No, I don't think we're saying that at all But fans did take to Twitter to react One person said Do y'all think Beyonce is pregnant Or she just been eating good Another said Beyonce is pregnant I can feel it in my spirit But perhaps my favorite comment
9: Is it a toilet baby A <laughs> gentleman
5: wrote I've knocked up a lot of women in my life So trust me when I say Bay is pregnant oh, I didn't set out to have a baby came from sex
9: was that a uh, comment from Jay Z? Uh,
8: I hope not.
5: Hmm. So who knows? You guys, is she pregnant? Is she not? Did <laughs> she just have a purse in front of her stomach? Maybe yeah. she had a burrito.
8: I think people tend to want to read. You know, it's like a Rorschach test. Whatever you want to see, you see.
9: Because there, there is that video online where she sits down and it looks like her belly folds, mm-hmm. like she was she never was, really pregnant. Right. She was wearing like a. Cushion. Oh, there
8: was a mm-hmm. definite conspiracy theory about one of her pregnancies being fake. Absolutely, yeah. so. I mean, she's got the rest of the Illuminati to cover that up for her, too.
5: Sure. Yeah. Sure. We're actually going to be killed for talking about it. Probably so. Some birthdays for you. Jillian Anderson, Eric Bana, Sam Elliott, Anna Kendrick, Jessica Capshaw, and that's what's happening.
8: Thank you, Allie, and thank you, Jensen. Oh. Kevin is going to be back on Monday morning, but on your drive home today, <laughs> listen to Striker and Klein's commercial free-for-all. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Have a super
0: weekend.
4: Don't bogart <laughs> that joint, my friend.
0: Pass it over to me. All right. What's this all about?
4: Don't guard that joint, my friend. Pass it over.
6: To me. You lose! Get
4: out!
3: Roll another
8: one. Poor oh, child,
3: you know. Just like the other
5: one. Let's all have sex.
3: <laughs> this one seems to be about to quit.
5: You are such
1: a. C-
6: and I need <laughs> another hit.
1: Like somehow they can build rocket ships. <laughs> It's like eight whole months, as if that's not enough time to learn how to drill a hole. But in a week, we're going to learn how to be astronauts. Roll. Roll
6: another one.
3: Racism is over. Don't fact check that.
6: Just like the other one. One could say that, but should one?
3: This one seems to be about man.
0: You know
1: what? I'm not here to judge. And I don't
3: have another Santa.
0: This makes you so proud to be a Californian. But the that joins. I go back to Denmark.
6: Just around.
10: The cob salad on point.
6: And the that joined, my friend.
7: Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy.
0: Today was a little rough, just, I don't know, just awkward. I really don't know how else to describe it. Today maybe didn't go all the way as I planned. That was a rush. (laughs) I wetted my pants a little bit, but it was worth it. Ooh, no, abort, goodbye forever. Bong, bong.
10: This game's in the refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights are out, the eggs are cooling, the butter's getting hard, and the jellos...
6: <sighs> world Star!
4: The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.